Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's Waffle Box time. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. <gasps> no, it's not. It gets the people going. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? My crotch is itchy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Now don't call me Shirley. What would you do if you had a million dollars? Two chicks at the same time, man. I just thank the Lord you didn't live to see our son as a mermaid. You killed a hooker! Call girls! No, she was Cyril, when they're dead, they're just hookers! This time we are sure she's a woman, right? Why do you want to listen to the TV with the stereo on? Because I like the party. Let's do this! Ooh. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 19, we're talking Squid Games, uh, the new Mario movie and Nintendo announcing the casting. And then we're going to talk about what is old is brand new again as they've brought back the original Transformers movie in 4K. Exciting stuff. I am Mike Fish, fresh from the barbershop, looking great if you are watching this episode. If you're listening, just trust me, I look good. And I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Kush Hayes. Kush, how you doing, buddy? What's good, y'all? Kush Hayes here coming to you. And Mike, just wanted to wish you a happy haircut, man. Looking very Ginsu, my man. Looking very Ginsu. Thank you. I didn't realize how long my beard was because when he trimmed it, he literally took about two inches off it. And it's still, it's still looking good. Still looking good. I'm happy. I'm I, happy. I with get it. it. And I'm just a beginner at this, but I get it. Like... It's, it's when you can tie it with a hair tie. That's when you know. Maybe you might need a trim. Unless you're going for that kind of thing. We don't judge. I'm seeing where it goes. Um, what have you been up to this week? I'm a range of emotions this whole week. I, uh, as you mentioned, I, I saw a 35th anniversary cut of the Transformers the movie, the, the original animated film. I, uh, I saw Will Hobbs put over CM Punk on AEW. And no friend of yours? Great. Uh, I wish I could say we were friends, but uh, I at least know the guy enough and... He's a good dude, and I couldn't be happier for him. Um, but yeah, after this, I would be like, I don't know who anybody is. This, this is the final wave that I was a part of. So uh, he seems to be winning over hearts and minds. Um, I got a waffle box mug in the mail today from our from our gimmick providers, and uh, I'm hoping to do a little little live unboxing with that as well. It's gonna be great audio content. Yeah, man. So. So for those listening, he's got his knife out. I'm sure seen some action in the days. Um, no, no, thankfully it's it's opened some some nasty letters. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if this uh, is broken, I'm just gonna cut this whole thing out. Uh, that'd be very sad. That would be sad. <laughs> this thing is this thing is wrapped pretty well. All right, so that's the box. Ooh. All right, some bubble wrap. It was a standard weapon. Oh, wow! Yeah. I gotta say, it's a little smaller than I thought it would be. Uh, That's what she no said. Chips, though. Uh, no, no chips in it. That's good. Is there that annoying sticker inside that they put? That in annoying there? sticker is no longer inside. They just put uh, it on the bottom. I don't know why they put it inside. Yeah, well, uh, to deter you from stealing it. I don't know, but I'm I'm ready to put my first cup of coffee in Look my that. It's just, it's just box going mode. straight in there. He's not even washing it. He doesn't care. I mean, it's fresh off the rack. What's? It's already been washed. In theory. 
So, but yes, Waffle Box Pod, the best part of Wednesday and the best part of waking up. Cheers. If you want to get your own Waffle Box mug, go to wafflemerch.com. Beautiful site. It's beautiful. Hey, it works. (laughs) Well, guess what I did over the weekend? What'd you do, player? I went to see some whales. Okay, all right. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea you could go whale watching in the New Jersey New York divide. But mm-hmm. hey, I went down to the Jersey Shore, hopped on a boat, went out to the Atlantic Ocean, and watched some whales do some shit. It was pretty cool. Mm, not, not too many whales around the UK. Probably are. Just, okay. Not from where I'm from. Where you from? Is it pretty landlocked where you are on that island? Yeah, we got the River Thames nearby, but. Not many whales go around the river. Not too many whales in the river. That's a confirmed fact. It's yeah, very rare. Very rare. <laughs> very rare. You find a whale in the river. Usually, like an old bike or something. Hmm. That's about it. It's very exciting. That's exciting too. But yeah, it's pretty cool to see nature. Okay. Flopping around, spurting the water in the air, and flopping, seeing a fin go up. Plus, the but the, the the boat had a a bar, which was nice. So I could. Okay. Sit there, watch whales while I was having a beer. It's quite nice. Nice. Everybody had a good time and whatnot. Your your whole entourage. It was a bit windy. Hmm. Oh, I made that. I lost a mask. Oh no. Yeah. Luckily, I because I was double masking, so I didn't. I thought double mask because I didn't know. Even though we were outside, you know, I didn't know how crowded it was going to be, so I took two just in case. Luckily, one of my masks survived, so it wasn't too bad. Okay. Yeah. Wait, if you ever go whale watching, I, if you ever think about going whales watching, I highly recommend it. Gets my stamp of approval. Boom. Mm-hmm. Well, I try to stay off of boats and out of the ocean as much as possible. So I've, I've seen whales in, uh, around here in San Francisco, Monterey Bay, things like that. But yeah, uh, I, I don't know how, how, how fast I need to go see some whales again. I'm, I'm more excited about the, the San Francisco Giants not only broke 100 wins uh, wow. before the weekend, at least since we've last talked that uh, they've absolutely clinched a playoff berth, and I believe they're the only team in the National League to do so. Meanwhile, the uh, American League has got half of its playoff prospects uh, already confirmed. But, Are the Yankees involved in that? I know they're... they're uh, I didn't check. I didn't check. I've only been fo- fo- focused on the Giants. The Giants have been the best team in baseball nearly the entire season, like maybe a day or two. They've been like number two at worst um but it's been a very exciting time for the giants to uh, the fact that i got the email today saying hey are you available for these dates we uh, every, all hands on need to be on deck and i was just like i am ready for all of them so you um, get to go see the giants play baseball and you get paid to do it fingers crossed maybe maybe i might not make the cut it, uh i'll be very i'll be very happy to be there in whatever form it takes well, I hope they appreciate because since we last recorded, we had we celebrated Redhead uh, Appreciation Day. I think I believe it was called. I got that tweet. That was exciting. <laughs> Did you do anything to celebrate? No, no. <laughs> I smoked a joint and uh, had. I feel a drink. I feel you do but that on most days. That's most days, though. That's most. That's that's most days. Let's just wow. be real. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Um, let's get into the news this week. Uh, Nintendo uh, announced, which I didn't even know this was a thing, until, but Nintendo are doing teaming up with Illumination, mm-hmm. uh, the people that brought us uh, Despicable Me, 
Uh, they're doing a Mario movie, and they announced the voice cast. Did you take a look at this? I did. Now, before we get a little deep into that, um, Nintendo didn't. It's it was part of an investors conference, so they're they're talking about all the, everything Nintendo that's in production, and because they're a publicly traded company, that's why that that thing is available to the public. Uh, you don't have to be invested in Nintendo to have seen it, and uh, obviously neither of us are. But uh, I saw the list. I'm just like, this will be fun. This is this is the first time Nintendo has invested in a movie of any kind since the 1993 critical financial bomb that was Super Mario Brothers with Bob Hoskins and John Logazamo. And there's a weird turn in the air, Mike. That was not a like, great movie. It's, people are people are defying that, saying, no, it was the best movie. It's the greatest movie. And I'm just like, oh, you fucking trolls. Uh, Mike, we're going to deal with this for 15 months. This movie right. comes out December, Christmas 2022, and we have to hear this nonsense for at least another year and a half. And, and for those listening, Kush is even wearing literally rose-tinted glasses, and even he appreciates that that Mary movie was trash. Oh, my God. So I was 14... When it made theaters, it was, you know, that, that May summer blockbuster release. Um, I don't know why I couldn't go by myself because I was doing that already. But for whatever reason, I guess it was maybe it was the theater that my mom had to drive us to. So made her take us to see it. And, you know, I mean, we've seen bad movies. We've all seen bad movies. I've seen plenty of bad movies with my mom. But this one movie with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, no fault of theirs, she has never forgiven me for and brings up as a constant it's like well i don't know i mean you say this movie looks good but we also saw super mario brothers and you remember <laughs> how that turned out and it's just like damn bitch how could you do that to me <laughs> just just let it go mama let me live just every mother's day just writing a card p.s sorry for super mario brothers <laughs> i you know i haven't thought about that but i should probably should probably do that um, so the voice cast they've announced. Um, so I'm gonna. Go, I guess I'm going to go in a list of importance. Go bottom, go bottom up. Oh, bottom, bottom up. up. Yeah. All right. So well, we've got Charles Martinet, mm-hmm. who's obviously the OG guy who just does sits in a sound studio and just every now and again goes. Yeah. I, I guess. The, I guess that's a fact. I so I've I've been playing Super Mario anything since 1984. All right, dog. As long as I could pick up a joystick or push a button, I've been playing Super Mario Brothers. When it was just called Mario Brothers. When it was just called Donkey Kong featuring this little plumber, Jumpman. And where where I'm going with this is... Where am I going with this? This is is not a big deal. I didn't know who this guy's voice was, is is the thing. And all of a sudden, people are like, he should be Mario. Should he? It's it's two different mediums. One's a movie, one's a game. I'm happy he's in it, but I, yeah, I don't think he needs to be Mario. He doesn't need to be be in this movie. Like he should be. I'm sure he's actually very grateful, but the fans need to just chill the fuck out. Yes. Um, and then moving up, we've got Sebastian Man Manny Scalco. I always butcher his name. Uh, for those who he's a an American Italian, very Italian comedian. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to do the accent, but he's very like New York Italian kind of guy. Right. he's playing Spike. Who Spike, is a, okay. Um, then we got Fred Armisen, 
Okay. I know him. He's I know in him. things. He's from Saturday Night Live. He most his biggest he, thing lately has been Portlandia. Portlandia, yeah. All the hipsters love. He's playing Cranky Kong. That's Donkey Kong's dad. So that's that'll be fun. Yeah. Mm. And then we've got Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek, who as far mm. as I'm aware, uh, Kevin is more of like a stage actor. I don't think he's been in, in many movies. I think he's like an, an actor, actor. Okay, good for him. Uh, and then we've got Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. That's going to be great. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. The only thing that's funny about that is Keegan-Michael Key is like seven feet tall, or maybe not that tall, but he's like a very tall man, and Toad is very short, short, short. I think think Toad's hat is bigger than Toad, to be honest. I mean, obviously, it's going to be totally different characters, but with his uh, appearance in Toy Story 4, was it? Yeah, sure. Toy Story 4. I think that'd be mm-hmm. a fun uh, him as Toad. Oh, he's going to kill it. He's, he'll be fine. Uh, then we have Jack Black as Bowser. Yeah, that'll be fun. Always fun. Love, love a bit of uh, Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach. America's favorite Anya Taylor-Joy. And then we've got Charlie Day from Always Sunny playing Luigi. Yeah, that'd be great. And Chris Pratt as Mario. Okay, yeah. So this is also a movie designed for eight-year-olds. It doesn't matter how old the fan base is. Like, this is just a cartoon. So you could have told me anyone's name on that, and I'd be like, yeah, cool. Yeah, good for them. I hope I hope they make the best of it. It'll probably still be funny. I don't know. So we mentioned him earlier, John Leguizamo. Mm, yes, John Leguizamo. He's, he had- he's a fantastic comedian. He's a fantastic Broadway producer. He's an actor character actor like John Luzamo is the dude and, yeah his uh, show was it um I might forget the exact name was it um Latino history for idiots or I'm sure he's done something like that something I, like, it was a stage show that okay got put on Netflix and that was very good very mm-hmm. like it was perfect line between educational and funny it was very good if he's you got a great series of HBO specials uh most likely on HBO Max I'm just guessing but you should check them all out I don't think any of them are appropriate for me to say but um John Wazama is the dude who was very young when Super Mario Brothers was cast and he is very public about how much he has hated it but what has he said Mike so he tweeted out after Nintendo announced the voice cast for this new movie and he said and I quote so glad Super Mario Brothers is getting a reboot. Obviously, obviously it's iconic enough, mm-hmm. but too bad they went all white. No Latinx in the leads, groundbreaking, colorblind casting in the original. Plus, I'm the only one who knows how to make this movie work script wise. There's a lot to unpack in that little tweet there. <laughs> so, one, why, why does he believe he is the only one that could? Possibly make a good Super Mario Brothers script. Mm, he, I mean, he can't do any worse than what was already out there, I think. So I would like to think this is a joke tweet. I figured it was going to be a joke tweet, but then it's just like he, he, he threw out the Latinx part and I was like, well, come on, that's that's obviously funny because it's they're Italian plumbers. Yeah. The, the big yeah. controversy, the, people have the audacity to make a controversy like, why aren't they Italians? Chris Pratt's not a ton. It's Chris Pratt's also not a plumber, and he's not three foot four. All right, it's 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 a cartoon. Plus, I imagine when this tweet's going out saying, "Too bad they went all white." 
Keegan Michael Key's brace in there. Um, ex- uh, excuse me. And Kevin Michael I'm, Richardson. I'm, I'm very positive those two have worked together. And yeah, I feel like this is just a Johnny Legs having 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 a, a chuckle. I hope so. But yeah, this seems very strange. And, and I get, I also, I mean, I saw the replies in this because I'm not definitely I am not any part of that community. I'm not so I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. Try to you know pass judgment or anything like that, but some of the replies where because he used uh, Latinx, where and apparently a lot of Latino people or Hispanic people were not a big fan of that phrase. Apparently that's like a <laughs> good. It doesn't make that, any sense to me. Apparently it's like a white thing that we that's that we I don't know, but uh, yeah. So it's very strange. So maybe he meant it as a as a tongue in cheek, but mm-hmm. it seemed a bit odd. I'm gonna I'm gonna until. In, in, I'm just going to say that anybody who has a negative opinion on this has, has no problems whatsoever in their life and congratulations. But if this is, if this children's cartoon based on a video game upsets you in the least, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we're supposed to say it, but yeah, don't rethink your priorities. I want to say something meaner, but uh, no, rethink your priorities. Also, it's not like this is like, Tom Cruise or Mar- um, what's his name? Tom Cruise would be great in this. Let's get Tom <laughs> Cruise involved. All right. It's not like you're you're clearly getting you can play Yoshi, a white person to play a character in live action who was originally uh, not white. Shall we just say that this is a, mm. it's a voice cast for a cartoon based on a video game based on Italian plumbers. It's mm-hmm. not. Let's not get to too crazy about this but maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong <sighs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't lose any sleep over this and i wouldn't lose any sleep about john leguizamo uh, even in just that tweet it was to say he's all in and it, i mean those, that's a crazy man's rambling come on yeah well but i'm looking forward to it i think it'd be a fun movie i'm not gonna go into it expecting an oscar worthy winner but i think it'd be fun to watch so hopefully, he, I mean, and Illumination's a good studio, so I think it'll it will at least look good. So we'll see. But yeah, we have will, to wait quite a while for that. I will have an opinion once a trailer is released, and even then, I'll probably be like, well, it looks like a kids' movie, and I bet they danced a pit bull at the end. Also, that's that's an Illumination trope. Look forward to reviewing it in episode 70, 80 something, probably. Marking your calendars. That. Um, <laughs> next thing. So this is like the hot thing. I, as far as I'm aware, everyone seems to be talking about to me until I watched it. Um, have you, well, you, I know you have, but Netflix put out squid game. Hmm. I forced you to, well, I didn't force you to watch it, but okay. So backstory for those listening and watching. So I wanted to talk about it because it seemed it was a pretty cool show. And so I text Christian. I was like, Hey, have you ever seen this? And he said, no. I'll check out an episode, see what I think. And then the next thing I know, he's finished it in like a day. So I'm assuming either you're very dedicated to the craft and dedicated to the show, or <laughs> you you kind of enjoyed it. Did you like it? I definitely didn't hate it. Um, it's enjoyable. You it's it's so first off, I'm I was very surprised. The biggest surprise I got out of this whole series was that it is a it's flat netflix produced like netflix didn't lease this from a south korean tv studio or production company they they went over there and they made a 
drama about uh, Korean classism and, and all this crazy shit. Um, this movie has been done before. This isn't anything new we've seen. Um, you, you might remember this when it was called The Running Man or when it was called Battle Royal or most recently The Hunger Games. I think you that was the reference you used. Yeah. Um, so we've seen this before. They definitely took this to a much larger body count. Yeah. Um, there's 456 people involved and the body count is actually higher than that. Spoiler alert. Uh, spoil- spoiler. All spoilers. All yeah, spoilers. Oh yeah, by the way, yeah. If you, if you haven't watched Squid Games, feel free to fast forward this segment. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, we are going to get into it. Um, but for those who are interested, so basically, as like I say, the way I describe it to you was it's sort of like a game show mixed with Hunger Games. Because so basically, so basically it's a it's a game where people who are hard on their luck, who are in a lot of debt, they need desperately need money. So they go into this really crazy uh, game. But before we get into that, so it kind of opens up. So this is where I'm going to look extremely ignorant being the western person i am so they opened up the show uh with our protagonist mm-hmm. i, I guess. the main character fyi <laughs> uh, i'm gonna butcher the name so seong ki hun mm-hmm. i know him as number 456 no 456 so he's kind of explaining what the squid game is now they focused on this for a good what felt like five minutes trying to explain how the squid game works an old children's game apparently in south korea mm-hmm. it involves defense and offense and hopping on one leg and then if you go across one side you get to be the emperor royale what it was called and then you get to use both legs and then it's then it becomes like a sumo wrestling match i guess so you have to it's mm-hmm. like what the i have no idea what this game is i won't i won't I wouldn't invest any time in that. It's it's just it's the game. Explain the rules. I hope to never play it, but uh, that's yeah, that's the point. And we have at, at the moment we have no listeners in South Korea. However, maybe this one is the one that brings them in. So if you are no, listening awful. to this in South Korea, and you can do a way better job of explaining what the Squid Game is, if it's actually, actually a real thing, I'm sure you can. Email e- enjoy wafflebox at gmail.com, please. Uh, help me understand this game. Um, Welcome, Deha. So basically, the whole premise of the introduction is basically making uh, Seong look like a complete piece of trash. Mm-hmm. He's basically, he's in debt. He still lives with his mom, who he mistreats. He steals money from her to go gambling. Terrible father. And yeah, terrible father. So he's going to take his daughter out for her birthday, but he ended up gambling the money away and then he got the money stuck. Oh, it was it was just a not a very likable character in episode mm-hmm. one and then so he's basically in a lot of debt and so much so that the debtors catch up to him mm-hmm. in episode one and they basically say hey you got a month to pay us back all of our money it's very generous of them by the way because he's already like deep in debt right but then they make him sign something with his own blood. What's the point? But, right. Say, like, like, as if that, that was the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, well, I didn't it. sign anything before. So I guess now, now <laughs> I will pay. But if he doesn't pay within a month, he's gonna, they're going to take away his kidney. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You're going to start chopping off other things too, they say. So he's very much hard on his luck. And then he meets this 
strange looking guy who offers him some money to play a game with him, which is basically, I don't know if you had it in America. I'm assuming you did. Uh, remember Pog? Mm. Pogs? Okay. Yeah. It looked, sure. it looked like a basically a type of game like that where you had to turn over the thing. And if you won and if he lost, he got slapped in the face and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was a little too old for Pogs, but that's a great, great comparison. I know. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. That's exactly what they're playing. Sure. So, and then basically he just gave him a business card and go, hey, if you need help with your debts, we've got this game we're playing. Mm-hmm. Long story short, he signs up for it mm-hmm. and he's in. Have I missed anything to build up the entrance of this? No, he eventually signs up for it. They pick him up in a van and gas him. And then he wakes up and he's in, it's something the equivalent of a couple airplane, couple airplane hangers. And it's just filled. Filled to the brim with bunk beds that are just like 10, 12 people levels deep. And uh, again, they establish there's over 456 people there. And they explain the rules. And it's like, just play the game. You can always choose to not play the game. But if you do you play the game, money is going to be a big issue here. Um, and if you don't play, you'll be quote unquote eliminated from the game. Which they don't know what that means just yet. Well, no, there, there's a thing where, like, no, you can, you can just go, <laughs> but you have to make your decision right now. Like, you can, you can stay or you can go. But if you stay, you're in. <laughs> you're, you're committed to this, and it's, it's going to get incredibly stressful. Um, another thing I took away from this. So there, the jackpot for this is forty nine billion won. And that's their 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 currency one w o n, and I, I went to the currency calculator, and it's less than four million U S dollars. It's there's a lot of lot of lot of weight going on in this movie for a mere less than four million dollars. Wait, no, I thought it was more than that. Why did I? It's but... even less than pounds. Obviously, it's like three point six million pounds. No, I think so. It's forty. It was forty-nine billion. Yeah, is what's in his bank account at the end of the movie. So forty-nine zero 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 zero, and that mm-hmm. comes to forty-one point two million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sure? I say. Yeah, go mm. back to Google. Yeah, I think you must have missed a note somewhere. Hmm. But still, it's not enough money to, for me to go through what this is. But anyway, we'll get that. So I think this is where we meet uh, some of the other characters, uh, including O Il Nam, who is a very old man who is very hmm. sick, or He's number, number one. one. Um, that's kind of almost like, if you think about it, that's kind of foreshadowing why he's number one. But um, hmm. old man who's got like a, a tumor in his brain. And so he's like, yeah, I just want to win some money. Why not? Or something. Not doing anything else. Um, And then we also, I believe we meet his friend Cho Sang-woo, who is an old friend of his, or guess, who, school friend, I think, who went to SNU, which is apparently a very good business school or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that, and then I think, I can't remember. Basically, the other characters include Kang Se Byuk, who was like a young woman who was there 
from North Korea and she was trying to earn money She's to a get her party. family from, yep, she, yep, who's trying to get her rest of her family over from North Korea and also mm-hmm. get her little brother out of the orphanage. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Jang Dioksu, who is a gangster, but he's also in a lot of debt, so he needs money. Um, Abdul Ali, which mm. I think, I don't know whether the... He's Pakistani. Very, he's a very Pakistani migrant. Cliche that they obviously needed the Pakistani name for this show. And uh, Abdul Ali, that'll do. Um, who's got a young family and he's trying to support them. And then Han Mi Niet, Niet who, who I wrote down as just the annoying one. Is that the, the crazy woman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're the, obviously there's a lot of them, but they're the main cast of characters in this yeah. show. So they all sign up to play the game. And then we're introduced to the first game, which is basically, wait, what did they call the first game? Red light, green light. Red light, green light. It's classic where you go mm-hmm. from one end to the other. Uh, when they say green light, you're allowed to run. And then once they say red light, you have to stop, and if anyone sees you moving, you're out of the game. Mm-hmm. However, when you're when you're out of the game in this one, all of a sudden, sniper shot straight to the head, and that's when people start to realize, oh shit, this is not the kind of game I thought I was signing up for. Everyone mm-hmm. goes crazy, starts running around, and this is where we lose a bunch. Two hundred people die in people. this scene, and it's just they just get mowed down, and it's just you know. Uh, they they obviously panic when the first guy dies, and so they moved, and those that's against the rules and murder, 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 lots of murder. Um, and then they get back to their bunkers. Understandably, are upset about this, yeah, and the results of this game, and they protest and say, "Okay, if you want to go on a little vote right now, and the and it, we get a majority rules thing going on here." You can all go home, but you don't get any of this money. And like, well, that was that was when they uh, finally announced the prize money. Mm-hmm. But then more money shows up because two hundred people die. Right, and then they find out, hey, if you le- if you quit the game, you can quit the game, but you're not taking any money, and we're just going to split the money between the families of the dead. Mm-hmm. So eventually, they decide to stay. Or well, it's like it came down to like the last. Fo- no, no, no. They that's where they they quit, right? They, the majority, very, them, very, very small margin, but they end up winning. They all go home. They all get gas. They're placed back in their usual residences, and then they all like are hit with just like more problems than when they left with. They, you know, like, oh, well, maybe I could murder all those people. Hey, I really need this money. Ooh. And, and then they all go back in, except for about. Was it 10 or so? Didn't go yeah, back in. The, I think they mentioned it at some point. 30 people just are like, no, <laughs> no, I will, I will take my lumps on the street here. But and uh, yeah, a good chunk of them come back and it's game on. And then this is where we're introduced like, to the main, or well, who we think is the main bad guy, who's like, this mysterious guy in the black mask. And he's like, oh, keep an eye on those that didn't <laughs> Yeah, there's this whole other other layer to the onion where they got uh, again you get the the head bad guy dressed head to toe in black he's got the weird the weird mask and then he's his minions all are also wearing masks they look like microphone heads but they're they there's, like there's X's, levels O's and triangles yeah. so the triangle seems to a uh, square 
Square is the head, is, is like the sergeant or at least the lieutenant. Then the triangles, they're the muscle. Those are always the guys with the guns. And then the circles are just the laborers. And they're, they're in charge of cleaning up, picking up, setting up, doing this, doing that, cooking, cleaning, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they got this whole weird class system to us. Like, don't talk unless you're spoken to. And, you know, if, you're, if your identity is revealed, you'll be just killed on sight. Um, but then there's this whole other side story. Yeah. Where, where you talking about the police officer? Guys in that clique. Uh, there's the cop too yeah the cop oh, is looking for his brother which as soon as I, I i don't know if you you did the same but as soon as he did that whole i look for my brother he was in there blah 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 and i want to find him and blah blah blah, blah. i was kind of like that motherfucker in the black mask is his brother i bet mm. it's supposed to be a big reveal but i didn't see it coming uh, oh, you didn't but, oh, you didn't see it coming oh i mean they they're when he breaks into the records room, there's volumes of this shit. And his brother literally just won the game like three or four years ago, or at least was part of that game. So it could have been anybody. Uh, I, you know, uh, as far as I knew, that dude was dead. So when it was when it was the big reveals, it's like, oh, well, okay, sure. Uh, along with the the next big reveal, which I I should have saw coming because that's the one. This movie love well, it's not a movie hang on by the way. violence and so the one guy that doesn't get killed or that you don't see die on screen that you they don't show his body his corpse i was just like oh hi yeah of course it was him this entire time well okay so this this we're gonna ahead of ourselves so the other side story which i didn't was that some well, of the yeah, some of the organs. x's and o's and all that were basically collecting the dead bodies and rather than incinerating them that they're supposed to be doing they were taking some of them to a secret surgical place and they had one of the contestants who was a doctor or a surgeon basically farm their organs and things like that mm -hmm. which when i was when i was looking back what was the point because that, that didn't really have any major payoff really no it didn't there, there's no consequences for it when they didn't make the, the, they're like, there's a boat ready for right now. You got to make that. Yeah. yeah was, we didn't find out who, who was buying the organs. And then very, when very empty calories on that story and yeah. then the cop does get involved in that too. So you're for, for, for a minute, you're like, well, this is going to go somewhere. And then it ultimately it just, just doesn't. It just doesn't. It's very yeah. strange. Like, it's eventually, probably the like weakest the, thread in the, in the whole quilt. Eventually the big boss finds out about it and he's just basically like, yeah, I don't care, but don't cheat. Okay. Yeah. And then it ended. Okay. Cool. So they they enlisted the aid of one of a doctor that just happened to be there or was supposed to be there or whatever. The someone in the 456 is a doctor and is performing just like performing the transplants, performing the surgeries to get the organs out. And so to reward them, they're like, well, tomorrow's game will be this, and tomorrow's game will be that. And they would hide it in his snack or whatever. Um, but that yeah, there's still real no no payoff to the whole organ transplant sale. It just no. it's over. That guy is dead. It's, you know, we know there's a cop who's on the premises now. We we need to find him. Oh, we found him. Oh, well, the end. The, the end for him. 
Um, and then well, another side story that they sort of had going, which I think actually had a very good payoff in the show, was so the gangster Jang Gyeoksu and the annoying woman Han Min mm-hmm. Yed. Now, see, I didn't. I watched this in the English dubbed version, and I'm going to okay. assume that there was a version where it was just spoken in Korean, and you could watch the t- subtitles. So I'm going. I watched to- one or two videos on this after the after I was done watching, it, and all of them are just like it's it was only available in English. Oh, okay. Because I was wondering, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm doing her a disservice, and maybe it was just the English actress who was, or the English speaking actress who did her voice that was no. annoying. And maybe in the original Korean, her own voice, maybe she wasn't as annoying. But no, she's definitely playing to the cheap seats, man. The the actress herself is just over the top in general. So it was pretty horrible. But anyway, so she, her, and the gangster end up forming this like sexual relationship. And then I mean turn... they're they're teaming up. It's it's an alliance, if you will. But then fast forward, there's a game in which so the gangster is working with the doctor, so he knows the game's ahead of the time as well. And mm-hmm. they find out they're playing tug of war for one of the games. Mm-hmm. And so obviously he's like, Well, I need all strong men in my team. And so he ditches the annoying woman mm-hmm. to which she basically says, I'm going to kill you one day, <laughs> and you're gonna pay for this one i don't know why she saw that didn't see that coming and then two it was just like all right i mean sure that's probably an an, an inevitability um but then they the the main guys get stuck with two women on their uh tug of war team and the old man mm-hmm. but and you're thinking oh my god they're gonna so basically this game was tug of war and if you've got pulled across the line basically fell to your death from a great height mm-hmm. so they're thinking well we're screwed we've got two women and an old man on our team but miraculously he has all these tricks up his sleeve of how to correctly navigate a great tug of war game and they end up winning and the old man survives huzzah lovely huzzah. Day. Um, and then there's other I'm not going to go game by game because some of them yeah, are like stupid like the honeycomb one where they had to carve a shape out of a thing, whatever. But anyway, the main point of the uh, where it all comes to almost a crescendo is there's a game called The Bridge. The Bridge is actually a lot of fun. The I, Bridge I, was I, a very good episode yeah. because we got a lot going on there. So basically they had a bridge constructed where it was panes of glass mm-hmm. and you had to decide which one you had to jump on because there was one who was hardened glass and then one what was um just regular ass glass but you, as soon as you jump on it it's going to shatter and you fall to your mm-hmm. death again so they have a very recurring theme here lots of falling to your death mm-hmm. i don't know and, why they made them take their shoes off it's just like i mean the getting glass in my feet is not going to be the worst thing that yeah, happens like, in this in this game so yeah oh no i'm falling to my death but thank god i haven't got bits of glass in my feet yeah not a big deal um, but basically, so they had 10 minutes to cross this bridge. And obviously, if you went first, you had no chance of winning. Um, but so at some point, the gangster, the big bad gangster, he is up at the front. He has, I think, about he was like three or four. 10, and now he like enough people has died that he's the first one in line. He's like, fuck. And, and I he has like three or four. Yeah. He has about three or four to go. And then he makes a decision. You know what? I'm obviously going to die. So screw it. I'm going to 
let everyone else die. Ha! You all go down with me. And the heart so of the glass it will will support up to two people. Is is, is a note they give out. And Indeed. I'm just like, all right, well, whatever. I don't know. And then um, to to close up the annoying woman storyline, who said she was going to kill him. That's basically she just jumps on him and pushes him. Rather than pushing him, she she almost suplexes him. Into she that, suplexes him. It's a good through scene. the glass. So they both fall to their death. So she dies, but she was happy, I guess, because she got to kill him as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then lots of Meanwhile, weird... once we get to the final is three, it, is, it, is it now? Are they there when we're playing the game of marbles, or is it only when they're at the 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 chess bridge? Um, when we get the VIP clients that come in, the VIP clients come in. Uh, and, the, and they're bridge. doing that. That that usual bullshit where they gotta wear masks based on animals, but they're all gold plated bedazzled out, and they look and they're very all heavy, talking look very, very over the top. Oh, look at me! I'm enjoying this game. Hmm. It looked very hard to that. see out of. I can't see like why this would be. I understand the principle. The principle is to disguise your identity. We get that. Maybe we could wear something a little less intrusive. Um, so yeah so we get introduced to the vips who i'm assuming are bankrolling this whole thing because they want to see some weird sick human so the games are definitely being broadcast over like a dark web uh right. platform but and people these, are gambling on it i think people i think are gambling but yeah it's definitely these six dudes are definitely like such big fans that they have been invited onto the property but I'm sure there are other VIPs that weren't there. They should have. They should have done it like, "Hey, where's so and so? Like, the, the guy with the snake head. Why isn't he here today? Where's the guy with the penguin face? Uh, oh, deer head's here. That's great. <laughs> Welcome, panda bear. Um, but that is also when we kind of get the idea that black mask guy isn't actually the main man because mm-hmm. he seems to be on the phone with someone else. Who wants to know what's going on and why I think it's going to plan? And the VIPs are disappointed that his boss is not there to to greet them, to welcome them, and that that becomes a whole reveal later. Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, when I, mean, I when I see these movies from from around the world and they employ the the token ugly American, it makes me mad that I'm not in that role. Like I could play that thing perfectly. I would love to just, right, Mike. We need to be in, in like a Filipino film or a Hong Kong movie where we're just we're just they're speaking to us in Chinese. And we can only reply in English because we don't know any better. And then they just like per- play it off like, oh sure, he, he speaks he speaks perfect Mandarin, of course. Yeah, and I have to talk like this. You might have to talk like that. Yeah. Oh, you poor poor people! I've got so much money. I could. By your family ten times over. Hmm. That, that'd be a good character, Mike. You mm. should should develop that. Box Productions. Yeah. International film producers. You need to put the Waffle Box Boys on it. Get it. Get us on it. We'll be your token Americans. Um, okay. And then token Westerners, I guess. We get down to our final three, and as their final three, they get invited to a lovely dinner. It looked like a good dinner, too. It looked like a good dinner. 
But then obviously it becomes very clear that they only had intentions to have two people in the final because after dinner, when they're clearing the plates, they leave their steak knives mm-hmm. and only their steak knives. And very quickly, the three contestants realize, oh, okay. And b- before we, all of uh, this, when we actually have a much denser population, the someone actually gets murdered it's not even like uh oh it was an accident like no it's flat out murder there are cameras everywhere and the staff does nothing about it in fact later that night it was like a full-on blacklit melee where it's just strobes are going off and chaos is happening and more people are dying and nothing is being done about it like it's not part of the game it's just like we're just clearing bodies here these it's are sort just of like people in the way now it's sort of like that nightclub scene from the matrix except instead of dancing people were murdering each other okay yeah that's fair and there's less music a lot less music it's definitely not as sexy and so that comes down so uh it came down to uh kang sang byuk who was injured and so cho sang woo murders her or finishes her off and that angers seong gi hun and he's like they're ready for battle now the final game and they have to play the squid game full circle Mm. come on down which again i still don't understand the rules but basically this time they announced that hey this is how you win the game but unless the game ends if one of you cannot continue and they're like what does that mean that well if one of you's dead the game's over i guess so it basically, they start playing the squid game, but then it just basically becomes a fight. And yeah, they try to kill each other. It's just a brawl. And they, they do explain, they're explaining to the VIPs, like, yeah, this is actually a very violent children's game. Like, you get fucked up in this game trying to play it. It's, you know, at least a bloody nose. But they, uh, they, they go falling out. They still have their knives. Um, someone gets uh, dirt thrown in their face. And they're like, oh, I can't see. But, well, you know, the, the actual squid game battle wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. Here's what, so, but here's what I did. Again, spoilers, mm-hmm. if you haven't already fast forward by now. But so it comes down to the old friends, school food friends, but they hate each other now, or at least mm-hmm. one of them hates him because he was a murderer now. And he's about to win the game so that Cho Sang Woo is going to get shot and the game's going to end and he's going to win all the money. Mm-hmm. But then he has this kind of weird, no, we're both going to refuse to play, and then the game's over. Mm-hmm. And then Cho Sang Woo. Trying to redeem the character too, which I thought was a cop out. Yeah. And then Cho Sang Woo just stabs himself in the neck and commits suicide. Mm-hmm. So he's, I was like, what? Why? <laughs> why during the whole story arc of this character, why would he do that? He has mm-hmm. literally, in cold blood, murdered several people to get to this point. Why now would he just decide to commit suicide? <laughs> it made no sense. Seemed like a good idea at the time, I guess. But so, Seong Gi-hun is announced the winner, and he goes home. He gets dumped with a credit card, which has a whole bunch of money. I was waiting for that. That that. Uh that preacher to steal the card and run off. That would have been funny. That, that would have been, been a great, great way to end the show. That would have been great. Um, so, he, but he's all sad. So he got, okay. Actually, no, I missed a bit because this is again another annoying part. 
So basically, the woman, uh, Kang Se-byuk, made the him promise, pocket. the pickpocket made him promise that, hey, if you make out this and I don't, use some of the money to get my little brother out of the orphanage and look after him. Mm-hmm. That's a big point. And then at the end, when Cho Sang-woo is committing suicide, similarly, he says, hey, look after my mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So after that, fast forward, this guy does none of that and spends a whole year just being miserable. Sulking for sure. He, he's been through a lot. He, he's definitely traumatized. And that's, that's fair. He's seen over 450 I mean, he's definitely, people he's, die. He's seen some shit. And I would, if I was in his shoes, I'm pretty sure that I'd need mm-hmm. a lot of therapy. I don't know how you recover from that, honestly. But at least with $41 million in your pocket. But eventually he takes some of the money. He goes to visit the kid in the orphanage, take, gets him out of the orphanage, and he mm-hmm. kind of like kills two birds with one stone by basically giving the kid over to the other guy's mum and then giving her a suitcase full of money. Mm-hmm. So basically, hey, look after him, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then it's unclear if it's all of the money. I think he just, he he. There's a note saying, "I owe this to your son," but it's it's unclear if it was all of the money. So maybe it was like half of it. Maybe maybe not impossible. It was definitely a big suitcase, and it was only full of money. Like I was like, there was probably going to be a sweater in there too, but no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, you all- need you need to use some of this money to buy clothes. By the way, this yeah. kid's got nothing. There you go. Um. There you go. Also, another point on this is where. Seung Gi-hun makes a big and during like an I guess a scene I guess a scene that was supposed to be emotional where he's like oh what would you do if you won the money I'd finally be a good dad to my daughter right (laughs) to which again I point out that he took a year to do this and then he gets himself cleaned up he gets himself a nice haircut with red hair for some reason now he looks like a member of BTS. That was a weird choice, I, I will say. And then he's all like business happy, blah, 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 blah. And he's on the way to the airport to see his daughter, who now lives in America with his mom, her mom mm-hmm. and her new husband. And then at the train platform, he sees the guy from the original playing Pong with someone. Or pong, Pongs, or whatever he's called. Yeah, playing Pog. Pog, Pogs, not Pong. Pong's a different game. Pogs. And then he goes to chase him and he disappears. He's like on the train. So he's like, damn it, couldn't get him. By the way, that guy actually, he seemed, you know, really pleased. It was like, oh, it's you. I remember you. Hey, buddy. (laughs) Like, who knows how many people he put in that that airplane hangar um, to see one of them again alive and now rich. Like, oh, hey. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I missed the whole big point. Because then at some point, someone contacts him and he's like, hey, you should meet me in this building. And it's the big boss. And the reveal mm-hmm. is that it's the old man who everyone thought was dead, but Number he one. didn't die. Number one. And basically he said, I've been in charge of this the whole time. And since I knew I was dying, I thought, screw it, it'll be fun. And I got him. I would play the games. I hated that. And then they did, it was a terrible scene and he eventually died. And The scene is fine. I... I... I enjoyed the dialogue. I, I didn't mind the scene out of context, but as part of the storyline, I was like, that's dumb. Uh, I mean, if they're, if they're leading a what if he died during these nine episodes, then okay. 
what if he died? Then he would have died. I mean, he he did say he still has a brain tumor, so it's. He knows I mean, he should have died in the Marvel game where they saved him. I guess so. I don't know. Anyway, so he he's a now he's all happy go lucky. He's looking dapper and his new look, and he's about to board this plane to America. And then, for some reason, all of a sudden, he decides to phone up the phone, the number on the business card, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, would you want to play a game?" And he's like. No, uh, you shouldn't be doing this anymore. Blah blah blah. You need to stop. And and then the black mask guy gets on the phone. And he's oh, number four fifty six. You need to get on that plane. It's good for you. Get on that plane. Go to America. Live a rich life. And then so this guy who one year ago said he was going to now become a better father for his kid, who then waited a whole year to go see his kid. All of a sudden was like, ah, fuck that. I'm going to try to. Avenge this game again or something. I don't know. It was like what? It was a horrible ending. I, would I didn't say like it. It was consistent because he was he was never a good father, and why would he be now? So at least it was consistent. It was consistent, it I guess. But you know, you, you think? I mean, maybe I'm just trained to think that there's a payoff, and the payoff would be him being a good dad and being hey, whatever. It'd be a nice payoff, maybe if he was a good father, or if someone else had just won and made their life better, like. Everyone in that, everyone that died in that movie was just a, a, an absolute loser, um, in, in multiple ways. They 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 tried to hammer in a message. All right, fine, I got it. Um, I hope they don't do a sequel to this, but they left that wide well, open. So there, part. that's what I was going to mention next. So the only good reason to end it the way it did was to you know leave it open for season two. And so I did a little bit of research, and the guy who created it was like, eh, I have no real idea. Well, I have no plans to do a second one. I haven't got an idea of what the second one could be. So it's like, well, why did you end it like that? Because it could be a success, and Netflix might order 10 next time. Like, that's, I get that. I totally understand that. But, um, so, I mean, overall, I mean, we've definitely missed some stuff. And because it's, I mean, it's nine episodes. I'm not, we're not going to sit here. I wish and do it was one. six, maybe even just five. But yeah. it was one of those shows that. More mystery. I'd... I would have liked more mystery, less, less, less explanation. Don't, don't have number one be the lead bad guy, or at least don't reveal him in this movie um, or series. But, but it was one of those that I didn't really i didn't get hooked in i didn't like it from episode one because again the whole idea of the main character they just set him up to be a loser horrible type of person again somewhat why am i why am i invested in this guy um but then i actually started to enjoy it had a couple of good scenes a couple of good games very interesting dialogue but then yeah the that the last episode just lost it for me i mean these things always have a shitty last episode so yeah, no, no love lost there, but yeah, you they so, I mean, gotta over- wrap up a bunch of stuff and just like ah, stupid. So overall, for me, I would say it's probably going to be like a three out of five for me. What do you think of it? Yeah, that's fair. Three out of five, like definitely check it out. I, I had a huge gap of time, and it's it's very easy to just get into the next one. Like sometimes the episode will end right after a game, but sometimes there's a cliffhanger. You're like, well, there's no way I'm just gonna stop watching this now, like. Yeah, I need to see that. See where this this bridge leads. Um, but so yeah. they're they're all pretty much roughly 30, 35 minutes long, right? Each episode. I thought they were about forty five, but it, it varied. It definitely varied. There's no formula for it. But yeah, but some again, of them just felt like they lasted about two hours. It's like, oh, 
so heavy. Yeah. Again, like very ambitious in Netflix. They they themselves went out to have this created. They they didn't lease this from anybody. So I was very surprised with that and how well it was, considering that they this is just 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 a little company that mailed out DVDs from San Jose once upon a time. And now they're they're doing full on global productions. So um, and hiring the hope, rock. Yeah. I mean I the rock's not in this, but he's gonna be in a movie in Netflix. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. Is that with uh, Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, it is. Okay, when's that coming out? I have no idea. That's fair. That's but fair. When they'll he does, I'll watch it. it. And they'll they'll tell you that like a minute after it happens, like, yo, that movie you want to see is out now. Like, yeah, I, I hope there is no second season to this. Just leave it as it is. It's fine. But it's I, not, like, like, I, I think... like these movies. I like I like I like um, Escape Room. I like Saw when it isn't just being horror porn. I like when it actually had a point. Like I like the puzzle uh, cube. You know, again, we've seen we've seen this story before in other formats and other media. I mean, and not, I'm not just saying it's just Netflix thing because obviously a lot of TV studios and people do this. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's, I, yeah, I hope it ends now because, like, even like Stranger Things, which is one of my favorite shows. But I think not that, seen an episode yet. Oh, okay. But that season one of Stranger Things is mm. a, a work of art. Okay. But I then I've not heard a bad thing about it. And, I have no desire to see it. But I, and I've watched it, and they're just about to release season four. And mm. I've watched all three seasons, but you can definitely tell it's like it's getting diluted each season. Ah, oh, they could if they just left it as like one, like boom, this is Stranger Things. Enjoy mm-hmm. it. It would have been magnificent. But now it's. I mean, I'll watch season four when it comes out. But I'm like, eh, I'm well, you'll be with your friends again, and they'll they'll have a little adventure, and it, you know, it'll be fun, and there'll be some ha ha's and some some nostalgia. You're recognized, and you'll be like, oh, okay, that was a thing in America at that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if you if you haven't watched uh, Squid Game and you listen to all of that nonsense, then good on you. But I mean, I'd still recommend watching it. But it's a, it's a very fast burn. Again, I did it in less. Less than twelve hours, or you know, less than twenty-four hours with 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 a nap of an eight-hour nap that they call sleep. Perfect. So check it out if you haven't. If you did watch it, let us know what you thought uh, on our social media networks at WaffleboxPod or email us at enjoywafflebox mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Um, so we're going to end tonight's show not so much on a movie review as such as we normally do. Um, since this movie already came out 35 years ago, uh, but you went to see the. Is it, uh, it's not uh, what, what it's like a cleanup of it, so, I guess. The... So f- there's this uh, distribution company called Fathom Events. They they do a lot of one night only events, two night only events. So you and I had to do a, a schedule reroute a few weeks ago. Oh, is this part of the I Golden Girls a, thing? The Golden Girls was one of the events I went to. Um, before that, like the Twilight Zone had a thing, I Love Lucy had a thing, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, Fathom Events also does movies. And so, uh, like Ghostbusters, hey, such and so, all of these events are promotional tools for. So, in this case, it's the 35th anniversary of Transformers the movie. It's the cartoon on the big screen. More than meets the eye. This is advertising or promoting, if not a Blu-ray, a 4K Ultra cut. So the picture is crystal clear. 
no scratches, no, no cigarette marks. Like you're, you're going to see a lovely quality print of your favorite childhood movie based on your favorite toy. Um, do you, did, how old were you when Transformers the movie came out? I was, I had just turned eight. It came one. out like two days after my birthday. I was you one. one. Okay. Do you remember the first time you saw it then? You obviously didn't see it in the theater. I have no idea. But this is a movie. Okay. Is this the one? Um, the, you got the touch. That's da, the one exactly. Da. Yeah. No, I, I can't remember when I watched it, but. Well, as of this publishing, uh, when you when you drop this, when you release this on YouTube, you can't see it on the big screen anymore unless your your local mom and pop is doing a thing of their own on their their wonky screen. Uh, Fathom Events again. It was two nights only. Uh, everything is done, but now you can buy the Blu-ray copy or the 4K copy. It's probably on iTunes. It's probably at Best Buy. You'll you'll find it. But that was the promotional thing for it. But biggest complaint of the night was they didn't enhance. The, the audio the soundtrack not just the music but the dialogue it's it was very noticeable like i'm normally oblivious to that or maybe just just spoiled by modern 16 channel you know of just information being blasted at me but in this case this movie was made in 1986 1987 so it's it, it's dolby but it's literally just coming from three channels in front of you and all these speakers around your just taking up room at this point. How do I, how do I know that? Because when they're doing the doing the commercials and the advertisements, there's no trailers or anything, but there's a little pre-show. It's blasting in my ear. But as soon as the movie comes, it's all quiet in the back, and it's it's, it's like a mullet. Business in the front, and well, no party in the back. So that's a bad reference. But beautiful picture, lot, lots of nostalgia feels. It's a fun time. The movie is actually kind of dog shit when you, you break it down and you look at it from the perspective of an adult. Yeah, I haven't, um, I haven't seen the movie in probably 20 years. So, fantastic animation. It's, it's still a lot of fun. It's a lot of, you know, it's, it's Transformers being played against power metal ballads. So, it's, you know, it's, that's still a good time, even, even nostalgia wise. But, um, yeah, at one point, uh, so, as you all know, Optimus Prime dies, and it's a it's a fantastic battle, and etc. 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 Well, at one point, Ultra Magnus, his successor, is murdered and just literally ripped apart by the limbs. And well, at first, the the surviving Transformers of that melee they make friends with the Junkticons, and then they have a big dance celebration. But meanwhile, Ultra Magnus is still in a pile in the corner. But then the Junkticons put him together because guess what? He's a fucking robot. And it's probably safe to say Ultimate Optimus Prime could have been brought back in this movie as well. Um, That's a good thing about machines. That them. is a good thing about machines. However, it's still a fantastic dramatic scene when Optimus Prime dies. But did you know that it was such a big controversy that, guess what, Mike Fish? They would have to figure out a way to bring Optimus Prime back later in the series. Uh, Which was, uh, I believe, wasn't it when um, all of a sudden there was like a shower scene and Optimus Prime comes out and he's like, oh, I had this crazy dream. Something like that, yeah. yeah and the whole right. thing was just a dream. I know what you're referencing and that was very funny. I, I appreciated that. Thank you. Um, 
it, it was so impactful that when they were going to do the same thing with uh, G.I. Joe, the movie, they, they were going to kill Duke. And sure enough, he still gets stabbed violently through the heart with a serpent spear or whatever, something sharp that resembles a snake. Big surprise, Cobra. Um, it's later later addressed in the end. The movie's like, hey, Duke just got out of his coma and he's going to be A-OK. <laughs> and then roll credits. <laughs> so uh transformers movie i'm sure maybe we should look- do that for all movies that like remake that like so at like the end of lion king mm-hmm. oh dad's okay oh. he's well, out of be- his coma so it's funny you say that but so because of things like bambi's like hey mom how's your broken leg when they did man of steel the destruction of metropolis was so just hated that like every movie after that even even the marvel films i feel like Okay, we got everybody to safe on a shuttle bay. The town is completely empty. Oh, thank now God, we're now in the desert now. There's no, there'll be no casualties over here. Like they had to, they had to pipe those into the stories. No one can die anymore. No one can die anymore. It's it's bad, bad karma, Mike. <laughs> bad karma to die in a movie. Although I do remember in one of the Marvel movies, they did reference that they got in trouble because of the amount of people they killed. With who? Well, the Avengers had to sign the something accord. Oh, the Sokovia Accords. Yeah, 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 yeah. because of all the innocent people that died during the battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're allowed to the kill folks that, uh, The folks on the outside. So, yeah, you remember this. Uh, Sokovia was being levitated, and they got everybody off that part. But then there's the Oops. surrounding area, because those rocks still dropped and uh, killed everybody on the outside. Oops. Wouldn't that have been oh, that'd have been a good scene? Like they finally got everyone off the Sokovia lump, mm-hmm. and then as it's falling and they all celebrate, just one of them just goes, "Wait, where did that just fall?" Damn! Oh, oh, spaghetti-o. <laughs> and then it, credits. I mean, that'd have been a great ending. Whoa! Did I do that? This is my new YouTube. Mm. anyway so, not so much a review Transformers the movie if you've seen it it's still fun um, the movie is still it looks beautiful the, again they, they did a great job with the 4k restoration I'm sure they'll do something for the 40th in five years maybe that's Otherwise, when they'll do the audio if, if you saw it in the theater I would love to know if you had this, a similar experience I've seen a couple things on Facebook where like they had the volume level at seven when it should have been at 12. I'm like, well, I don't know how you measure that player, but <laughs> it sounds like you dealt with something similar. Um, I can tell you uh, in the time before the COVID, Mike, I went to a lovely place called the Alamo Draft House and they were showing 1978's Superman, the movie, Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman. You're familiar with it, yes? That's yes, that's that's not the one with um, that's, so is this Superman one you're talking about? Yeah, Superman okay. one, yeah, 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 the original, the in our timeline, the original Superman, not the hot garbage one with um, shit, what was his name? Uh, the comedian who's in See No Evil, Hear No Evil, oh, Richard Pryor, that's Superman yeah. three. That was so bad, that was so bad. Well, anyway, the Alamo Draft House was showing the original Superman movie. Mm-hmm. But guess what? They weren't showing any restoration print. They're showing the original film reel. 
So wow. it had all the scratches. It's probably missing a few panels. But the, the biggest thing I got out of the night was we didn't have stereo surround sound. We didn't have Dolby. It's literally just mono. So it's literally just one channel. Just good. like you remember the opening of Superman. It's those beautiful horns. It's your cell phone probably right now has better sound than <laughs> the original Superman, the movie print. And um, that was that's that's what we're dealing with in this case as well. So uh, let me know if you had a similar experience at your Transformers, the movie fathom event. Otherwise, uh, yeah. We'll probably be talking Venom Part 2 next week. Whereas next week, uh, I will be recording from a secret location, which I'm not going to mention just now because it's a surprise. Um, yes, we, but need yes. To, we need to sync up after this and talk about that. So Yes, yes, yes. Um, but in the meantime, if you like our show, don't forget to subscribe and follow wherever you're either watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening to it. Um, make sure you hit that subscribe and tell your friends, tell your families, make sure they listen as well. Uh, have we got anything exciting coming up on the Bosnet Family Network in the next to, seven days? Today, as this dropped, me and Hall of Famer Jameel Hemphill, we released Sweet Science Cinema number five. We're talking about Denzel Washington in the hurricane. That's a good episode. Otherwise, check out latest microdose this Friday, microdose number 86. Me and Robin Seto talked to Madeline Costner, and she defends her Robin Seto cameo party championship against yours truly. Is it the same old story, or do I win? You don't know. But you'll have to find out, and you'll have to check it out. We talk about all the spooky movies coming out in October for Halloween. Great times. Ooh. Um, and if you want to see more of me... I'm making a guest appearance on the Between Two Beards podcast. Oh, cool. uh, well, I don't think it's actually a podcast. I don't think it's your release. I think it's only video, live video. So you can see it on the, it's a wrestling podcast hosted okay. by two men with beards. Great. I come in and we do a special Between Three Beards. I created that. Very clever. Uh, but if you want to check that out, it's all on the Love Wrestling uh, feed. So if you want to find all that, go to Twitter on twitter love wrestling ca and we go live at 8 p.m eastern on thursday night where you get to talk, see me talk about wrestling for an hour it'd be fun which is quite nice. check, it check, it check it out please yeah they do it live on uh the youtube facebook and twitch i believe okay. well, I uh, but yeah, check it out. i'll be on that's uh but until next time make sure you follow us individually i am mr mike fish he is Kush underscore Hayes. Uh, this is Waffle Box Pod on all your favorite platforms and enjoy wafflebox.com. And until next week, of course, as always, make sure you take care of yourself and each other.